Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross, a personal development expert with over 18 years experience developing leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of the inner work to get you out of your own way by helping you take what you learn here and put it into practice so you can truly thrive in life and in business. And by the way, before we dive in, if you want to work with me and take this work even deeper, just pop me a message and inquire about my services or head to tlb.org.uk UK, TLB stands for Thrive Life and Business, where you'll find all the information that you need. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Diving in before this episode begins, I just want to let you know, this is my first interview of many. If you've been at the Inner Work Conversation, been tuning in since the very beginning, you'll know I started with quite a few interviews and then I went to solo episodes. And as I bring in the themes of of the month, so the theme for May 2023, if you're listening live, is evolution. It's about your growth. It's about your learning, your development, and all things evolving. And what I want to bring to the podcast is the unspoken bits, the bits that keep us stuck from evolving, the bits that hold us back from evolving. And that's the reason why I thought, oh, the the guests that I've got on the podcast this month, I just think are going to bring so much more to the conversation. Anyway, today, today I'm excited to share the chat between Leah and I, and I want to do it justice by giving it a proper introduction. Now I've had chance to listen back to the recording myself. So a couple of things. Firstly, let me explain the context of my relationship with Leah. Not only is Leah such a close and valued friend of mine, she really is. I speak to her every single day and she's just someone who truly understands me, understands my mission in my business and is so supportive of that with such a beautiful heart. But also in terms of the work she does, there really isn't anyone else that I trust with my one-to-one clients. So that's really important for me to say. Every single one of my one-to-one clients as part of their journey gets a reading with Leah. And what I want to explain up front in this episode is we are, well, we, Leah. (laughs) Leah is bringing concepts to the Inner Work Conversation today, like human design, like gene keys, and a bit more of a holistic and rounded approach to personal development. And for the sake of not going into major detail or major theory, what you'll hear me do in this episode is basically say to Leah, look, use me as a working example. And that is so that we didn't have to go into the depths of the theory and make it really theory heavy this episode, but so that you can understand all of these things in a little bit more detail. And (laughs) as a byproduct of that, you're going to get to know me a little bit closer in this episode today. Um, So I really hope that that helps. Um, So let me, let me tell you what's in store in this episode. We're obviously talking about evolution, but we're, we're diving into the way Why on our own path of personal development and evolution, why do we abandon ourselves? And things like what the shoulds do to us, particularly in business, as we go along our path, I know that many of my own clients, they end up in a place where on the outside, they look very successful, but on the inside, they're craving more fulfillment, more alignment with who they really are. So we're talking about that and we're talking about how to grow, how to evolve without being such an arsehole to yourself. <laughs> so at the end, and I really want you to tune in to the end, at the end, Leah shares her insights in what she believes is the best and most supportive approach to your own personal development, to your own evolution, to your own thriving. So stay to the end, make sure you stay to the end for that. And before we do dive in, dive, <laughs> before we dive in, I just want to let you know, 
I have one-to-one spaces available. And like I said before, you will automatically get a session with Leah. Um, So don't hesitate to get in touch. If that's something that speaks to you and it's something that feels like the right timing for you, all of the links are in the show notes. And on that note, before we get in, all of Leah's links are in the show notes as well. My clients have described Leah's work as illuminating, validating, and really like a huge permission slip to truly start being themselves in life and in business. And as someone who benefits from Leah's work on an ongoing basis, I can totally, totally agree with that. So I hope you're excited for this episode. I'm going to stop rambling and get straight stuck in. Enjoy the episode. I cannot wait for your feedback on this one. Let's dive in. Hello, there's already been an intro, so I'm not going to do another one. I am joined by a very special guest, Leah Hughes, the wonderful lady that is Leah Hughes. As you know, month of May 2023, we're talking about evolution, which is all encompassing around your growth, your um, learning, your development, your evolution as a human in life and in business. Now, what I'm very aware of is I know Leah. I speak to Leah every day. Do we speak to each other every day? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> for for most of the day, right? <laughs> Basically, we don't do any work. We no. just talk all day <laughs> over voice notes. I'm very aware that I know you really well. Not just is Leah my friend, but Leah helps me with some of the work that I do, which we'll probably talk about that a little bit more today. Leah, tell us who you are. Whistle stop tour us around, Leah. Okay, you know that this freaks me out. Telling people like who I am. You said something the other day to me, like this has just like come to me then. Is this part of your evolution? And it's just dropped into me then where I was like, maybe that's why I find it so messy is because I feel like I am actually evolving and I have been evolving, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. So so I think I'm in a bit of like a work in progress state at the moment. Um, So I used to be back in old days, I used to work in fashion. I used to like, I used to know who I was, right? So I would, I'd, I'd be able to like tell people what my job was and that was who I was. And then five years ago when everything kind of changed in my life, I all of a sudden realized that I didn't actually know who I was at all. And I think that really set me off on my journey of self-discovery and evolution. And since then, I don't think I've ever really settled on who I've been you know, I've been like a human design reader and then I've been like a holistic health coach. And then I've been like all of these different things. And I think I still am all of those things and more of that. But I think over the last year, there's been a real evolution of me really kind of sort of redefining what that looks like maybe and redefining what that actually is to me. I always kind of summarize it by saying I'm a holistic well-being and human design and energy guide in more detail. What I really do and who I really am and my intention with the work that I do is I hopefully inspire people to get to know themselves better. That's the most important detail, I guess. I inspire people to get to know themselves better on every level, to really come home to themselves. And I know that's a really overused phrase but I think it's a really important one. You know, that journey of self-discovery really changed my life. Getting to know myself better, like drastically changed my life. And so the work that I do is just really about helping people get to know themselves again and really connect with themselves and find what works for them and find what's right for them and, and just really understand themselves on a foundational level in mind, body and spirit. Work with a lot of different tools to help people do that. Mm -hmm. 
diving straight in there, what do you think it is that makes us abandon ourselves? I'm really interested because the majority of people that I work with, they have been led by ambition. They've been led by societal norms. They've been led by what, like the shoulds. Okay, so it's normal, right? It's normal for me to be at this age, have this kind of job, progress in this kind of way, have these kinds of material possessions, be in this kind of, you know, relationship status, whatever. Everyone listening to the Inner Work conversation, they sort of know what I do. I'm going to go back to that whole abandoning piece in a minute. When I've got a one-to-one client, I book them in with you because I want them to have that deeper knowing of themselves. And I'm going to please answer this question with the context of I'm going back to that abandoning ourselves piece. Yeah. What do you think that that does to my clients in their coaching journeys? Let's let's go there first. I think it helps people shake off. We, we abandon ourselves because of society, right? Because of our nurture from society, from the people around us. And I think... What I do is really help people just kind of see themselves in the way that they know themselves, really. But it's a it's a way to look at yourself and be like, oh, so it's okay that I it's okay that I do that. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of what you're supposed to do. And it's just in its absolute simplicity, this phrase gets used a lot, like it's a permission slip to be who you are supposed to be. But it, it really is, like it truly is. And I think it helps people on a coaching journey because it helps people really ground into what they need to focus on and what they don't need to focus on what I find is it's a way to just like cut out all the fluff that you don't need like stop worrying about that because that's not important to you worry about that instead you know and that's what you do right so that's why it complements what you do Mm. so well because it's about you prioritizing just the things that matter to you, the things mm. that are going to help you thrive, like stop worrying about all the other stuff, like stop worrying. Is this really important to you? Is it really important to you that you have that job? Wouldn't you prefer to do this other thing that you're so passionate about? Because that's kind of what you're supposed to do. It yeah. kind of gives people permission to look at themselves and their lives in a different way. And I always kind of feel like whenever I do sessions with people, it's like it's like a big exhale. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's okay to be me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not odd. I'm not unusual. I am actually me. And that's just validated who I am. Mm. How do you remind, how do you know enough about me if you've never met me to be like, well, this is who you are and this is what's natural for you. And here's how you, your energy type works. Like, how do you know all of that? Yeah, to really simplify it, the thing that's easiest to compare it to is astrology, right? Like that's the thing that we know. Like we use in the same way as we do with astrology, with human design, we use our birth details to calculate a chart that is basically the imprint of when you were born. And what that does is it gives us a real deeper understanding. So this gives us so much more detail about gifts that we have, the the places where we might feel we might be more sensitive to the world around us, the places where we're not sensitive, the ways that we're different from other people. Like it gives us so much more detail to really understand ourselves. Just to give people like a working example, 
Can you tell people about my chart? Evolution and our, our growth. Personal development isn't like a project, is it? It's like something that happens naturally as we just use life and business as our yeah. terrain that we are navigating. For the sake of the discussion and what we're talking about, but just give them exam- an example of like my chart. Oh God, where to start? I don't <laughs> know where to begin. Just so that they get an understanding of like, okay, so this this tool and how we use it for our evolution. Okay, cool. So when we're talking about energy type, when we're talking about how we best make decisions, just oh. tell them like the basics so that and use me as a working example. Yeah, okay. So you are... A manifesting generator we're both manifesting generators we're both sacral manifesting generators and what that means for both of us and we have this conversation all the time about how we change our minds about things very quickly because we we become we're very inspired by different things so that was something that I definitely never understood about myself growing up. It's like why I, I used to say this thing, like I I always used to have this like two year itch when it came to jobs. And I was like, why am I so non-committal when it comes yeah. to like, what's jobs? wrong with me? Yeah. Like why, why am I like this? And human design kind of gives you that language to understand like us as manifested generators, it's because we've just been inspired by something else and we're ready to move on. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you don't need to stay at the same. I mean, you can. You can still be a manifesting generator and stay at the same job for 30 years. Absolutely. Because if there are things within that job that are continually inspiring you, then that's great. But I used to find that I would get to work on, like, certain amount of projects. And I'd get to the point where I was like, I don't know where to go. Like, I don't know. Like, I need something else to kind of get my teeth stuck into. And you're that way as well right? Even within your business, you're always like, what's next? Like, what can I do next? I don't know whether I want to do this anymore. I think I want to do something else, right? But it's normal. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't, I don't want to do this. I've changed my mind. I've come up with something new. I've come up with this new program. Like, that's fine. (laughs) So pause in there. Even just that, what I want you to be hearing is we make ourselves wrong for the way that we are. This is what I meant earlier, right? About conditioning, about we abandon ourselves because we're like, oh, but I should feel this way. Why don't I? What's wrong with me? What we're continually doing is being like, both of us, I think in our own ways and in the way that we both work is going, no, actually, what if there was nothing wrong with the way that you are and the way that you operate and what you want? Yeah. Maybe you were never meant to fit in that box. And maybe you've been abandoning yourself by trying to fit in that box and therefore stunting and almost stifling your own evolution. Yeah, exactly. The evolution, you know, we were saying this before, like evolution, human design gives us a language to understand things a little bit better. But I think you're right. The way that through the work that I do, it is very much about like when you learn to just accept yourself as you are and just love yourself and just see actually those things that you thought weren't great could actually be gifts if they're seen in the right way. And if we shift our perspective about certain things and if we just allow ourselves to have a bit more awareness about the things that we're feeling and the thoughts that we're having and whatever it is. And again, I'm going to use a term that I really trying to like get away from, but when we align to that, um, mm-hmm. evolution happens. 
you know, we don't have to try. I think there's that thing, right, about thinking, I need to evolve. But if we're not in a place where we're really grounded in who we are, then evolution's going to be sticky as hell, you know? We're not, what we're not doing here is being like, let's shit on the current version of you and let's just focus on this, you know, more evolved. No, 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 no. God, no. It's not that. It's actually just you learning to be okay with who you are so that evolving comes naturally. Yes. Yeah, exactly that. Question then. So you mentioned before, you know, it becomes sticky for us when we sort of fight against ourselves. Mm. Again, use me as an example and use our daily chats as an example. I bloody love this conversation, by the way. (laughs) Using our daily daily chats as an example, where do you see that I fight against my natural design, who I generally am? Where can you see that I bump up against myself sometimes? Oh, God, I've got a really good example and I can't, you do this all the time and I can't bring it to mind what is that thing that you do all the time? And I'm always like, there she goes again. While Leah's thinking, what I want you guys to be doing is think about what that is for you. Think about the parts of yourself that you continually bump up against. And you can see and you can you can almost, it's like deja vu every time that you do it. It's like, oh, here I am again. Oh, there it is again. Oh, there's that part of me again. It's nothing in your outside world, although your outside circumstances may have caused it, may have prompted it inside of you. I want you to think about the parts of you that that you sort of fight yourself. One of my clients said this to me. I'm going to get the exact words because I've got them right in front of me. She said, what this journey has helped me to do is stop fighting against who I naturally am and show up as me and use my quirks as my superpowers. It's like, what if I just accepted that my brain is this way and I just do these things and it just happens on a regular basis And instead of trying to overcome myself, Mm -hmm. and I hope that you've remembered what it is about you have, okay. (laughs) Like, as opposed to trying to overcome myself and like use this as a thing that I must stop doing altogether, can I just accept that this is just the way that I am and Mm -hmm. stop trying to fight against who I naturally am, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because I think that with this work, it is ultimately about it's not supposed to overcomplicate anything it's actually supposed to just create more ease it's supposed to be that deep breath and it's supposed to be that kind of like oh okay okay cool that's what's happening and then over time you start to see that awareness and this is me and you have these conversations all the time where you're like I'm doing that thing again and I'm like yeah and you're like I'm sorry about me and I'm like no it's fine like I don't mind repeating it because it doesn't, you don't need to get it. Like you don't need to get it straight away, right? If this is a lifelong process of us le- relearning about ourselves and it takes yeah. time. There's no, there's no pressure to understand yourself in a couple of weeks. It's just constantly having that awareness and that remembrance of, of who we know we are. Yeah. On that note, the thing that you do, <laughs> that thing that you do all the time, forgetting what you do like or worrying about what it is you do why is that so looking at my design why might that be and worrying about it as well right Mm. is that fair to say it's a continual pattern for you of like I don't know what it is I do anymore I don't know how to explain what I do like what I always say to you is it's okay that you don't know because we all know we all see it 
from a design perspective for you, because you have a second line in your profile, the second line is the line of the natural, right? And a lot of the time, those people who are natural, they can't see their own, they can't see their own natural abilities, but but we can all see it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else around you can see what you do really well. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. people observing you from the outside world, they kind of know what you do. They're on your website, they're watching you on stories and they get it because they can see your natural abilities shining through. But for you, you're like, but I haven't explained it to people. And it's like, we don't need it explained. We see it. It's fine. Chill. We can all see it. Other mm. people can probably describe, you know, all of the clients that you've worked with would easily be able to say, well, this is what she does. But you're like, how do you know that? Because I haven't, I don't think I've told you that. And it's like, we don't need you to tell us. We can see it in you. That is a perfect example of how toxic professionalism plays out. The amount of times that I have fallen back into that trap. Oh my God, I've done it again. I've forgotten what I do. Oh my God, I need to update my website, but I can't find the words. Less about me. I was only you I was using that as an example. This whole abandoning ourselves piece and what's wrong with me piece. What I want you guys listening to be hearing is I have a choice, right? In those moments. Yeah. I can either invest all of my time, all of my energy, all of my attention in being like, I must be clearer. I must figure this out. Go on. So that's important to say. Mm. And that's what I want to just like finish that thought off with. That doesn't mean that just because you're a second line, you can just go through life and like not tell anyone what you do, because obviously you need to. There are circumstances where they're not watching you every day. They don't know. But I think you're right in what you're saying it's the importance that you place on things and it's the amount of energy and time that you give to things it's the understanding that for you for you as a 2-4 profile your community is really important right the people around you are really important the people that you meet at a networking event that you're never going to work with they're not they're not that important to the work that you do so yes you want them to know what you do but you don't have to worry whether they understand it or not you know mm. because the people that you're going to be working with are are your your immediate community, mm. right? The people that you let into your community, you're very particular about. Not mm. necessarily consciously, but you create a community, mm. which you have done, right? You know, you've created yeah. a community. And the people who are, the people who look at you and go, oh, I get what she does. They're the people that you want in your life. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like yes you need a pitch to be able to say this is what I do to strangers for you it's about taking that it's taking the pressure and the energy out of don't worry about it afterwards like tell them what you do and walk away if they don't explain it if they don't understand it sorry that's okay move on to the people that actually you really need to focus on you know yeah that's the point isn't it you said something earlier and it's like we've all got our gifts I can't remember how you termed it you'll remember but we've all got naturally our gifts and we've all got like the things that we will naturally bump up against and maybe circle back around bump up against quite a few times and I always say this to my own clients it's quite normal to to learn or to feel or, or to actually learn the same lesson again and again, and again, and again. And this is what we were talking about before we hit record is evolution, your evolution. It's just happening regardless, isn't it? Yeah. And I think a lot of it, right, is about getting out of our own way a little bit. It's about- Tell me more. 
say more things <laughs> on that it's about removing well, it's like what we were saying before isn't it it's like when you when you just take that the shoulds out of it you're allowing that process to happen naturally on your point of you will bump up against things time and time again I think you will bump up against the same things for your entire life. And I think we need to normalize that a lot because when we look at ourselves from like a gene keys perspective, for example, which is a it's kind of like a sister system to human design. So they're kind of rooted in the same in the same place, but they have a different energy to them. And what that really shows us when it really looks into our gifts is that our gifts have a light and a dark side to them, essentially, for want of a better phrase. They're ours to carry with us through our entire life. So your gifts all have shadows that you will naturally just continually in life be like, oh, there it is again. But it's about like normalizing it and having awareness of it, right? When you know, when you know yourself and you can start to identify those things that you keep coming back to, those obstacles that you keep coming up against I think you can take the weight out of them a little bit you know yeah you know like there's I don't know say you have like a shadow of impatience for example oh my god I someone very close to me has the shadow of impatience in their evolution okay so you're so, con- so can, sorry just explain what I've just said because people listening will be like what do you mean in their evolution Can you just explain that in a better way than I could? And then we'll carry on with the chat. Yeah. So when, when we look at, when we look at Gene, so Gene Keys gives us a a slightly different look at our charts, right? So it, it takes our human design chart and it takes certain elements of it. This is a really simplified way of explaining it, by the way. It takes elements of our human design chart and it looks at them in a little bit more detail and from a slightly different lens. And it takes the parts that, and it kind of, it it kind of applies a more detailed lens to certain yeah. gifts. Certain aspects of ourselves. So like, you know, you've got your evolution, you've got your um, purpose, you've exactly. got, you know, the bits, so like, the bubbles, as I call them. Yeah, the bubbles. So say like in human design, we have our sun and our earth signs, which make up our entire kind of life theme, life purpose, right? They're the four, there's four different numbers that we look at. Mm. Human design takes them and it kind of looks at like, okay, but if we break those four numbers down, what part do each one of those numbers play within that? And one of those parts is our evolution. And our evolution Mm. within that context is considered to be like the thing that we constantly kind of come back to time and time again the thing that we are here to evolve that is part of us being free to do the life's work that we're here to do or to live our purpose so it's part of a natural process and when you when you say like someone has that the shadow of impatience in their in their evolution that number that sits within your evolution has what we call a shadow, a gift and a city, which is a city is basically the highest expression of that gift. Using someone who has the shadow of impatience, it would be that they would find themselves naturally coming up against a feeling of of impatience, right? It's it's as simple as that. (laughs) And that's fine. It's fine to be in that shadow. And I think that's the that's the important thing right so that you would look at the shadow as impatience the the gift of that is patience and the city of that is timelessness yeah. so 
it's not about making sure we never feel impatient again. <laughs> it's like yeah. so that we can evolve. It's just like having awareness of when you're feeling impatient and then checking in with yourself and being like, how can I practice more patience in this moment? Because that could be it could be a way for me to evolve beyond this situation. Exactly. That's what I mean when I say, and I've just said this in the last episode, 165, I think it is. 164, sorry. Personal development, it's not like a thing that you do. It's just something that naturally will happen. And how you handle yourself whilst you're developing is possibly more important than any book you could read than any course you could take than any workshop you could attend because you're either fighting against yourself or you're just allowing yourself the opportunity to handle you're handling yourself with more compassion with more understanding and with more sort of acceptance of oh, I'm doing this thing. It's what you said before about the weight that it carries. The more judgment and criticism in the one-to-one work that I do, we're, we're working so intimately and closely together that we both see and we both can actually verbalize, oh, there it is, there's that thing, and sort of coach them through it in the moment. Whereas the Thrive First method, what I notice is by pr- the power with that is in the practice. So they are using the method to help them navigate life and business with more intention and more awareness. And in doing so, because we've got our Friday wrap up where I lead people through going, well, you can drop the fucking criticism and shame and judgment and teaching people to look back without that. It's almost like a DIY version of learning how to evolve, but without being a dickhead to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think something that we were saying before we pressed record was about understanding that evolution and growth and and self-development. Yes, you know, we've said it happens regardless, but also it happens when you think it's not happening. You know, there are moments where you're just like, oh, I don't, I haven't, I'm just, I feel really stagnant. And then you will look back on it and be like, God, I really grew in that time, you know? Yeah. But we don't see yeah. it in the moment because it doesn't feel flashy and big. And but this is the thing, right? Is like we've we've created this world where we want like these big results. Like we want quantum leaps. Oh, I want I want my quantum leap. I want a quantum leap. And we expect it to be like we're going through some wormhole and it's gonna be like <laughs> unicorns and everything and it's like no it's actually quite boring and quite quite messy and quite unsexy you can either do it in a way that's very supportive or you can do it in a way that where you're a bit of a dickhead to yourself which would you prefer exactly exactly and you put a lot of pressure on yourself and you probably stress yourself out and then afterwards you feel bad because you haven't like you haven't quantum leaped and it's like yes okay but like you could just do it this way which is kind of just like a nice warm hug That's where I want to start wrapping this episode up is let's say, Leah, that someone's listening to this, right? And they're never going to come and work with me in any capacity. And they're never going to come and have a human design, gene keys, holistic wellbeing reading with you. Mm. What would your thing be that you would say to them if they're not going to have coaching, they're not joining the Thrive First Method, they're not coming and having a reading with you, but just speaking to them as a human, developing, growing, evolving, navigating life and business, what would you say? I think the most important thing is to just start to listen to yourself, start to really pay attention to the things that your body is saying to you, the things that you are constantly thinking on repeat and start to have less judgment about those things and sit with them 
allow yourself to feel the things that you're feeling with no judgment and then maybe reflect back on it and be like, why do I keep feeling like that? And what are the patterns here? Like what situation is making me feel like that? What person is making me feel like that? And I wonder why that, where that's coming from. It's having more self-inquiry. You don't need human design readings and things like that. If it's not something you want to do, like you, you really don't need- Or even need, coaching. Or even coaching. You just, you don't actually need it. But I think, I think the reason those things help is because they help people go deeper and they help people discover more but I think you're right on a very simple level if you don't want to get involved in any of that kind of stuff the most important message is that you start to just honor yourself your actual self your whole self Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. you start to understand the things that are constantly rubbing you up the wrong way or constantly giving you the same feelings like if things are constantly making you feel frustrated what are those things just to give ourselves a bit more grace and stop ignoring ourselves for the sake of the world around us I think is is the best place for us to start amen sister do you know it's really interesting that you say that the the same client I was talking about earlier She said, the thing is, sometimes coaching isn't actually necessarily about just coaching. It's about allowing yourself to be witnessed, articulating and hearing yourself say things out loud. And the way she was explaining it is, I don't actually have an appropriate space or a person to articulate it to that isn't a friend or a family member with a bias who is trained to listen and expand my perspective and help me to move forward, not from a place of conditioning as in what I think I should do and fighting against myself, but actually from a place of expanded perspective. And when she talks to friends and family, they've got this agenda of, oh, don't be upset. Oh, don't be like that. Oh, don't. And it's like, I really want to echo what Leah said there and what Leah shared in that when you honor yourself, and that's what I meant when I said, you don't have to have a coach. You don't have to have a human design reading, it's that bit, that witnessing myself without making myself wrong or bad, being able to articulate myself without going, oh, don't be pathetic. Don't be stupid. You know, that. Yeah, exactly that. Well, this has been a joy. Hmm. As always. I'm going to leave Leah's links in the show notes so that you can go follow along. But Leah, thank you so much for being here, for sharing. And I'll catch you on voice notes in a bit. loved having you with me today. Now it's over to you. There are three things you can do straight away. Number one, have a think about what one thing stood out the most in this episode and how you can use it to create change in your life and business and message it to me. Just a simple act of writing it out and sending it to someone who gets it is usually enough to keep you accountable to take the next steps. Number two, think of one person who'd really benefit from hearing this episode today and send it to them. Tell them I said hi. And lastly, don't forget, if it's your time to take this work to the next level, pop me a message and ask about my services and we can see what would be the best fit for you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too.